you. Oh, yeah. No, this is my thing. Uh, Yeah, so we went and saw a movie a couple weeks early because we are incredibly special and we got like media pre-screen. No, we, it was a Fandango. No, thing. it's media It's media free, uh, pre, pre-screening. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we saw Captain Marvel. <sighs> Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it's so confusing. You know what? I will say. As much as it's all this confusion and nastiness, it's hilarious that those two movies came out within like three weeks yeah. of each other. Oh, absolutely. For like cinematic universes that have been going for eleven and six years respectively. Yeah. So see, so the biggest complaint I have about that whole deal, mm-hmm. like Captain Marvel Shazam thing, is like in the movie they can't say Shazam he can't say his own name mm-hmm. because then he'd change. Right. So, like, the... We we could talk about that. We'll get into it. Yeah, so, uh, continue your... Yeah, we're Justice Losers, and this is Justice Losers Reviews. Uh, if you're... This is your first time on this railroad ride, (coughs) then, um... I'm sorry. I don't know why I said railroad ride. It, I, I do know why. It's because I have the music from the little regal roller coaster of terror stuck in my head. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that one. Da, da. <laughs> yes, that is exactly one. No, uh, yeah, this is your first time here. So we always start out with a relatively brief non-spoiler section where we do the good, the bad, and the ugly. The ugly being inconsistencies with usually comic lore but sometimes its own internal universe cock off fantastic beasts too crimes of grindelwald crimes uh, against humanity crimes against your own war crimes against i'm done i'm done i always then... just say the ugly is just how it how it fits with its source material that's much more succinct yep i'm gonna keep it my way okay <laughs> uh then we give a hard cutoff and we're like spoilers and then we spoil something Yep, like it's literally like a solid thirty second bit of spoiling something. Yep, and then we literally just the first thing we say of the spoiler section is a big spoil. Yep, it's just to kind of punish you if you're too stupid to fucking get your bearings for thirty seconds and try to stop the fucking episode. Or if your hands are full and you're just like making dinner or something and you can't get to the button and you don't have an Alexa so you can't yell at Alexa to stop. Yeah, Alexa, stop. There, I just messed someone up. Oh, that! Imagine that! <laughs> and fucking imagine just like in music, like you can't listen to a certain song on an Alexa because the very first words of the song are "Alexa, skip this song." <laughs> it's just like, oh, and I just skipped this episode. Oops. Anyway, so anyway, yeah. yeah. Um. So thoughts, Shazam. Thoughts on Shazam. You saw it twice. I did see it twice. I went at four o'clock and at seven o'clock. Yep. Because. They were like, hey, pre-screening or early screenings on Fandango. And I was like, dope. I'm going to go buy tickets. It's a Saturday. Maybe I can do the 4 o'clock one. So I bought two tickets for 4 o'clock for me and Matt. Then I realized Matt has work. Did you but have work today? Not until 4. Oh, not until 4. No. Uh, oh, work, not. Work, okay, I get yeah, you. I only, okay. only, only till 2. Okay. But I assumed he had work until like 6.30. So I was like, ah, shit. So I got the 7 o'clock ones too. I just went with my mom for the 4 o'clock one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, my thoughts. It was great it was fun it was i mm-hmm. think it's i think it's the best one of the dc things it's kind of a bit of a like a medium bar it's not like a low bar anymore because yeah. it's not bbs anymore but pretty medium bar um i think it's the most fun because like it definitely didn't take itself too seriously yeah um and also uh i could talk about this more in the uh not really ugly 
it stuck a lot to the source material, so mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot of me going, oh, no. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It was fun. It was the... Well, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get to the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I concur. Uh, I'm not sure I'm prepared to argue it's my favorite DC movie or the best because I think Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and this one have all been great in their own very different ways. Oh, very different ways. Um, I think Wonder Woman probably pushed my particular movie watching buttons in the best way. Probably just because Gal Gadot was on screen a lot. Yeah. And that we all, we all got a thing for Gal Gadot. The right move way. Right way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, I think if you strip it down to its barest essentials, it's probably just an average superhero movie. But oh, absolutely. This movie is so much more than its essentials. Yeah. So what does this movie have that it makes it more than just its barest essentials? That's a, I don't like you saying bare essentials. That just sounds dirty. <laughs> I'm going to smother my body. My bare okay. body in essential oils. I'm going to put these fucking regal Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse earbuds in and not listen to this anymore. Those are pretty terrible. They, I've been using them because my regular earbuds, the jack is a little messed up, so I, I can't uh, plug it into my phone. Oh, and they're the gel ones. Yeah. Oh, fuck. They're uncomfortable, and one of them is a lot louder than the other. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of terrible. For people who... I don't think we even talked about this ever. When we went to see Spider-Verse, they gave, gave us fucking cheap-ass earbuds. And yeah. I, mine, from when we went, have been sitting on our couch for yep. since we went. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. So the good, non-spoiler. Uh, I feel like all the actors were really good. The Okay, one, I noticed this the second time watching. The little baby Billy Batson mm-hmm. was really, really good. Yeah. Like, there's no way you could get, like, a three-year-old yeah. to act that well that much. Yeah. Like, that was probably just, like, a six- or seven-year-old <laughs> that looked that young, but... Maybe. Like, was a better actor than the girl who played Darla, which, to be fair, she was... I thought she was great. Well, I mean, she was great, but, like, the kid just... It felt... Belie- like, he had confusion on his face when he yeah. needs to be confused. Yeah. His <laughs> mother just actually left. It's yeah. a really sad story. He's, like, in the foster system. <laughs> the, casting, the casting was actually <laughs> terrible. Like, they literally just knocked his favorite toy out of his hand, and then they structured the movie around that toy, because he was just, like, he liked that little compass. Yeah. And then he, like, tried to find it. And then he just got lost. Yep. They just threw him in a park and made him get lost. Yep. It was terrible. Yep. Fucking no animals were harmed in this my ass. They didn't say that. What? I don't know. Um But yeah, no, all all the actors were, were good. The kids especially yes. were uniformly quite good. Oh yeah. Um there was I, I noticed a few things where like kids uh for example, Eugene playing a video game. Mm-hmm the there's like three levels of filter to this where that kid probably doesn't play video games mm-hmm. i could tell by the way he was like acting right that he is uncomfortable he wasn't familiar with that world mm-hmm. david f sandberg doesn't play video games yeah like it just the whole him playing a video that video game one time yeah did not feel natural in any way so no one involved in that creating that moment no. has ever played a video game yeah. <laughs> and then of course that leads into the fact that apparently he's actually like a hacker because all video game players are secretly hackers uh, and it was very hollywood but yeah that's a bad thing he was like i've played uh watchmen i picked up a few things it's watch like dogs oh uh, watchdogs is like uh i have played watchdogs mm-hmm. literally the way you hack things is you press you do press x or press square press square when, to hack and when you yeah you press square when the button or where the word says 
square to hack yeah pops up there's no way you would learn to hack from that nope <laughs> um but, but still no. good per- good performance yeah but the that weird one uh the music choice I, I liked a lot like the yeah it was very like classic superhero almost yeah uh i was very surprised when they threw 21 pilots in there mm-hmm. they put uh legend in there which was like i don't even know uh it's on their new album okay uh it's about his granddad okay. who died before he finished writing it's a song he was writing about his granddad and then his granddad died before he finished recording it oh and then he wrote like a last little bit and threw it at the end okay it's a really it's a really awesome song all right it's a nice song but at the, song. the moment I when the moment it started playing, I was like, "Oh, Twenty One Pilots!" And then I like zoned out <laughs> for like the first ten seconds of that scene. So when I watched it the second time, I actually watched that scene, but I was definitely like singing along with it. Just <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? The as we talked about with the trailers, the um, transition like the, between Billy and Shazam yep. was just fucking awesome. Snap, boom, yep, yep. Uh, the plot was pretty straightforward. Yeah. Nothing. Bad guy. Beat the bad guy. Yeah, beat the bad guy. Uh, I can't really. Th- I, I again, I'm nitpicking it. Like a lot of this, like basically, what was good was the humor. A lot. Yeah. There was a lot of good humor. I don't humor think there was, was any jokes that didn't land that were just like. Pfft. Yeah. Um. There's only one spot I can think of where I didn't laugh, and some people laughed, but I think that was more people's misreaction to a scene. There was one guy. To our left, that misreacted a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is that a spoiler scene that you can't? Yes. Okay. Um, there was one part at towards the end that, even the second time watching, I had to restrain myself yeah. from just standing up and applauding. Yeah. There was there's one thing. Well, it's going to be the spoiler. I'm definitely going to jump in. Okay. That's going to be the spoiler right after our little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I was so close to just standing up and applauding. Yeah. Um, references. To the comics uh were great uh even re- other references uh the annabelle doll was in the pawn shop that's, that's where she was that's where i nudged you I and look- i tried to oh. point in the corner yeah, so you like nudged me and i looked at you yeah and then i couldn't see the screen and so i missed it see if i had i nudged you at the beginning i uh-huh. you would have uh, probably would have seen it but like i gave you time to see it yourself Mm-hmm. And then when you didn't react at all, I was just like, oh, fuck, he's not seeing it. Look. I was too entranced by the excellent performance by Asher Angel. He Yes. Kid's charming. Let's talk about him. I've seen clips of him in Andy Mac, which is his Disney Channel show. Uh-huh. Not great. Well, it's Disney Channel. It's writing. Disney Channel. Like the, it's, it's writing and it's also the directors are not yeah. meant. Like, something that a lot of people don't know about what the director's job is to do is the director is supposed to pull performance out of the actors. Yep. An actor could be a phenomenal. You could put fucking uh who's just uh tom hardy is a fucking mm-hmm. fantastic actor yeah put tom hardy in a movie you get a shit director and he'll be like first take good and it'll be like a half-assed performance and you'll watch the movie and you'll be like what a bad actor yeah it's completely like the quality of the acting is almost i'd say 90 percent the director because a, a, a good director excessive but a good director can pull a good performance out of a bad actor I think it's more the I, I didn't think it's more the reverse. A bad director can make a good actor look bad. Case in point, literally everyone except Ewok McGillan in the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Sam um, Christensen's a pretty decent actor. Yeah. Natalie Portman's no, a great Academy actor. Award winner. Yeah. Uh, uh Samuel L. Jackson. Uh yep. I mean we could just 
there's a lot of we could just list everyone that's in the Star Wars yeah. prequels, but we don't have time. Yeah, Moving back on Shazam. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, uh, him. He it shocked me how good he how believable he was. Yeah, um, I was a little worried because like even the like the little clip beforehand before the movie started where they're like, hey, we're giving oh. you a special sneak preak. It was really Freak. awkward. Yep, <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with it. That was like it was awkward, and they were clearly reading off a teleprompter, and it felt like there wasn't much chemistry in the room. And oh they yeah, didn't really know what they were saying, and I was like, is that was probably ninety like percent the way through their uh, their promotion docket. Yeah, so it was probably like after two months of promotion material and interviews and stuff like that, and they were just like, I don't give a fuck. It was the first time reading it. Yeah, exactly. It was them like, reading it's straight done. from the. It's done. I want my lunch. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So I typically avo- I typically ignore those th- stuff like. Remember um, the the fucking stars for hope with the little Bigfoot? Oh, and it was common. And he's just like, and he just he's just got these dead so eyes looking at the middle stars. distance. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I could I could see more emotion in a cardboard cutout of him than he was in that video. Watch his eyes watching himself. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, uh, but yeah. He was good. Zachary Levi. God damn that dude. Dude's great. I love him so much. Yeah. Like it it what what they did that's what I also one of the things that I really liked is like making the connection between Billy Batson and Shazam. Mm-hmm. Saying holy moly. Mm-hmm. That was a connection between the two of them that they they specifically did. Like where right. both of them said holy moly a lot. Right. I noticed that the second time through. Mm-hmm. Um and just they didn't do a fantastic job. I think maybe they didn't just focus on this but like mannerisms were different yeah there was a lot of like kind of similar reactions that i feel like they talked they did more like vocal Mm -hmm. accuracies between the two but like body accuracies were not yeah super in sync yep um fairness that'd be really hard to oh absolutely so who else is there um what else i really liked sort of the just even beneath all the humor there's sort of a really positive life-affirming kind of vibe to this whole thing yeah like the whole foster family it's just like there's family and there's happiness yeah and it's not a cynical movie and it made me feel good yeah family is definitely the like in both you know good and bad like the entire movie all the way through every single scene of it is about family yeah um which is why like uh this isn't a huge spoiler uh when envy was the one that was stuck in yeah. uh savannah i saw that coming i was like there's only six of them I can't really tell which one's which, but I can almost guarantee Envy's in there because yeah. family. Yep. Um, is there anything else that... Uh, the emotional moment at the very end kind of got me a little bit. Mm-hmm. There was like a little bit of a, aw. I didn't find myself like really crying anywhere else, which mm-hmm. barely any of these superhero movies have me getting. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Yeah. Asher Angel pulled out a, a, a near tear for me. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the dude actually grow into some real acting. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. After he like Disney Channel, you rarely see Disney Channel actors come out and be actor actors. You see some. You see some. Like some, a wasn't, lot of them, I feel go more into music than into yeah. acting. Wasn't, like, wasn't Zac Efron Disney Disney Channel? Yeah, uh, Zac Efron was Disney Channel. He's just a weirdly great actor. Um, Zendaya? Miley Cyrus did a bit of acting i think it was not good though not fantastic um um huh zendaya zendaya yeah uh uh song uh brenda song Mm. was in sweet life and now she's doing some some stuff uh the sprouses why are we just listing disney (laughs) anyway 
you you have a large lineup of Disney Channel actors, and very few of them continue. Yeah, if you look at the ratio. Uh, but him landing a movie that's in such a high uh, spotlight. Yep. He's gonna continue working in movies. I think. Yeah, I think Annie Mac is gonna get canceled in like two seasons. This is a great jumping off point. Yep. Uh, I'm excited to see more Zach Levi. Yeah. Like we've seen very little of him. He was in. Uh, he did Chuck, and then he just kind of dropped off the face of the planet for a little bit, and he now he's back. Swole. Now he's shredded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, I think that's all I want to get into without getting too specific. Okay. Uh, bad. The action seemed very one punch and then flying. It was kind of toned down Man of Steel. It felt like yeah. In a lot of ways, this movie. It was in no. It was not a Superman movie, but it made me feel how I felt a Superman movie should make me feel. Yeah, including the action where it was like, how do you do good Superman action? Yeah, it it was slow. There was one that was almost a Hulk scene mm-hmm. that they definitely almost went for, and then we're like, ooh, I forgot that happened in Avengers. Maybe not do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they did one hit, and it was like, oh shit, how do we recover from this? Just yep. throw them. Yep. Um, but no, the, the action towards the end, it got a little better, mm-hmm. but kind of everything leading up to the final, like most of the movie action just didn't seem great. It didn't detract, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even like Aquaman level. Yeah. It's not a movie that I'm going to go back or I'm going to go back and watch. Okay. Let's, let's put it this way. It's not a movie that. 13 year old me would watch because there's so little just compact action scenes right like you know fucking lord of the rings and mm-hmm. star wars there's plenty of those battles that i would oh, yeah. go, just go back and watch those purely yep uh i like in all the and then i'd go back and watch the man of steel there's one scene in man of steel that i would i would i want just that clip it's when zod's threatening uh martha kent and superman just comes out of nowhere and just screaming in his face Yep. Remember that? That's good. It's like, you think you can threaten my mother? I love that scene. Yeah. So much. Henry Cavill is a great man. He's a good man. He's an awesome man. Uh, he's a man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So a lot of the action was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Visuals, not really much they could work with. Yeah. It was just the city, cityscapes. Cityscapes and lightning. Yeah. When they're staring onto the foggy Philadelphia, that was a pretty nice, mm-hmm. pretty nice shot. That was probably just legitimately them sitting on those steps looking at Philadelphia. Probably. <laughs> Um, um the uh the whole little wizard's Shazam lair. <laughs> the Rock of Eternity. Rock of Eternity, that's the place. Yeah, that that oh, very much that. very much just looked like a set. Oh, so much. Yeah. There was a burning violin. I don't know what that's about. I'm sure that's a reference to something, but I couldn't think of anything. Hmm. It's not the white violin, which I'll talk about okay. tomorrow when we record tomorrow's episode. Uh do you know what the white violin is? Oh, no, you don't, because you haven't seen it yet. It's an Umbrella Academy thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, no, it very much felt like a set. Like, yeah. it, like there was the scene where they're talking to somebody else, and they show them, the like, the on the table, mm-hmm. this miniature version. I'm pretty sure that's the fucking set they used. <laughs> that's where they did all the wide shots. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I did not like the look of the Seven Sins. No. It, it was, was just unclear. Oh, fuck, I should have brought it. The, um, let's see if I can pull it up all right uh i'll try to post a picture of it but the seven deadly sins were used a lot during the uh forever evil storyline mm-hmm. um because that's that was all exploring um 
Pandora, when she opened Pandora's box, released mm-hmm. the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Okay. And there was an embodiment of each of them. And I think Lust was like they made the joke. It's like I thought Lust would be a lot hotter. I could was Lust the one with the big tongue? I don't know. Like okay, so Envy or uh, Greed made sense. He had forearms, so he could grab mm-hmm. more. Right. Um, Gluttony Ray, made sense. He has a giant, a giant mouth, and he's super fat. fucking fat. Sloth was kind of like a blob that seemed to not work out. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pride. Pride always okay. So I, I think this one. This is what they were going for. Pride always seemed to be the one standing next to Sabana. Okay. So he's like, I'm the leader. I'm the one who's pride that, that and I'm sense. the leader. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Wrath was kind of the Wrath was just gorilla man. angry always. Yeah. Uh, but like the other ones, Envy didn't really make sense. Envy looked like Gollum. Yeah, but that'd be, but Gollum was more greed. Well, kind of Envy. Mm. He's all of the seven. Gollum's just an embodiment of all of the seven deadly sins. Gollum's um, lustful. Huh? Gollum is lustful. For his precious. Gets lonely down on that island. (laughs) Oh, oh, precious. Did I finally get to hear you? Oh, my God. How long have we been friends? Uh, Four years? Four or five years? And you have been hyping your fucking Gollum orgasm up for four years? Yep. That was was a little bit of it. All right. Um, But, yeah, no, it – I liked – when you think about it, I liked it. But they all just look the fucking same. Well, it's a DC movie. They had to get their yeah, great CGI monster in. Obscured by smoke and fire, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I wish they'd done a little bit better stuff with that. Um, yep. The voices sounded great, though. Yeah. I like the – it kind of – it started, it started to kind of move towards what I pitched for the anti-monitor voice. Yes. Where there's like a little bit of digitation behind it. Yeah. Digi- digitization? I think Digitalis. it's digitized. Huh? Digitalis. Dig- no. Digimon. Digimon hand job. Digimon. It's hand soup. <laughs> or hand soap. Yeah, Digimon hand soap. I couldn't think what it actually was. <laughs> Digimon hand soap was pretty good. He didn't yeah. have much to do. He was very much a, I'm going to exposit the most awkward dialogue in the world. Like, oh, that's yeah. That's a really hard role to do anything with. Yeah. He, he did completely fine, which is more than most people would have done. So. Yeah. Um, good for him. Yes. Um... I really hated the cold open, I will say. And I called that that would be the cold open. Yeah. Remember that? I was like, first thing we're going to see is Dr. Savannah, like, getting power of some sort. Which, mm-hmm. I was close. He didn't get the powers, yeah. but definitely introduced him. Yeah. But, but also, yes, it was very... St- I didn't like it, it either. Was, like, it was edited awkwardly, and yeah. the dialogue was just messy and over the top. Yeah. None of the characters felt like real people. It didn't look like they were really where they were. Yeah. It was just... I felt that David F. Sandberg, I I like you. I like the stuff you do. I think the horror, you need to kind of tone it in with, or rail it in with the horror themes when you're not doing a horror movie. There was a lot of like, like when there there's a scene where it's like a fogged window mm-hmm. and you, you hear screaming. Knowing that Sandberg is a horror director... I knew someone was going to come slamming against the window. Yeah. Like it, it, it was like a, like that just happens when there's, if you're, if you see a building and there's glass and then it's really foggy on the inside, mm-hmm. you know, someone's going to come jumping out. It's yep. just a trope. Yep. And like, I knew that was coming and it just didn't work. Yeah. Made the person in front of me jump the second time. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> she was just like, ah, and I'm like, must how did you not see that coming? Must not have seen many movies there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there was, 
I felt like too many horror things. It it seemed like there was two tones mm-hmm. in this. It was like the happy like family and yay and stuff, and then just like horror. Yeah, like a little subtext of horror, and it was yeah. just like they didn't feel right. Yeah, it fortunately wasn't very much, but it just it just felt a little out of place. Yeah, uh, that feels like an idea someone thought would be cool but couldn't actually explain why it would be good yeah like what if we had just a little bit of horror in here wouldn't that be awesome Uh and everyone's like yeah that'd be awesome and no one actually thought about what that would be like yeah um anything else that you had that's bad uh no i don't i don't think so okay uh ugly okay so the oh i can't really talk about that part that that part will come during the spoil uh, during the spoiler section. Um, Doctor Savannah. I noticed this while thinking about this during my second or my first watching. Mm-hmm. If I don't like the movie, I'll say they fucked it all up. Mm-hmm. If I like the movie, I'll say that they misinterpreted. <laughs> <laughs> they took some. They took some creative. Liberties. They took creative liberties with Doctor Savannah. I like this movie. They fucked him up. He was in no like he was in just no way Doctor Savannah from the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not have the powers of Shazam, which you see in the trailers. I'm not spoiling that he can fucking fly and punch people. Yeah, you see it in the tra- you see it in the first trailer that he can block a punch from uh, <laughs> Shazam. God, I need to learn to catch myself because he is officially named Shazam. Yep. I will still be super bitter about it and it'll hurt my soul, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna learn to say Shazam. Um, he was never. Like, this is in the cold open, so you're going to fucking see this. He was never an option to be chosen for a champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only two champions that we ever see that are cho- chosen are the uh, Billy Batson, Freddie Freeman filled in for Captain Marvel when okay. when the wizard died and Billy Batson became the guardian of the uh, uh, the Rock of Eternity. So Freddie Freeman became Captain Marvel for the time. Makes sense. Psychic um, always becomes a hero at some exactly. point in one of these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, side note, fuck that, name one cool sidekick. Yeah. Nightwing, fucking asshole. <laughs> Jesus. Although I guess Nightwing hasn't. We don't know, we, we don't, don't know the people that exist. exists in this universe. Yeah. Um, also, there haven't been sidekicks yet in this. Not really, all we got was the Robin suit and BVS. Oh, yeah, so we have had sidekicks in this. Um, we haven't seen them alive, though. Yeah. Uh, well, and, uh, and, uh, uh Chris Pine in Wonder Woman. Steve Trevor's not a sidekick, though. A sidekick for Wonder Woman is Wonder Girl. I was trying to make a joke over here, and you're just, like, crapping on it. It's not a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were making it. I thought you were actually trying to make a point. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, but, so, yeah. So, Billy Batson, Freddie Freeman, and uh, Teth Adam, who's Black Adam. Right. Those are the only three that have been chosen. So, that was inaccurate. What he comes from is actually insanely inaccurate, too, uh, in the comics. His first, he's just like a, he's always just been a really smart guy with good intentions and shit goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, they rebooted him, I believe the post-crisis, they rebooted him to be more like a Lex Luthor where he's like a billionaire philanthropist kind of person. Okay. Um, but never was he just like, oh, I hate my family and I'm going to kill everyone. Like that, what was his fucking motivation in this movie? <laughs> evil yeah that's another going back to bad villain motivation jack shit yeah nothing i we always talk about how like my i look directly at the villain for like like i i criticize a movie based on how they do the villain yep this was nowhere fucking close to a kingpin or a a joker yeah (laughs) 
Even an Ocean Master. Even an Ocean Master, yeah. yeah. Or an Ares. It was just not a... He had no motivation. He was one-dimensional. Yep. He never even, like... We got a fucking monologue joke. Mm-hmm. And even in that, we didn't even see. It was just him threatening. Yep. <laughs> that being said, Mark Strong can chew scenery with the best of them. Oh. And he was yes. born for the role of Sinestro, honestly. But Yeah. See, I was thinking about that during the second watch through. I was like, you know, I really think they should recast him as Sinestro. Yeah. Because we've had two characters or two a person playing two characters in the same yeah literally i just watched social network they have uh army hammer army hammer play both twins yep they could do it so easily yeah. and when the fuck are savannah and sinestro ever gonna mm, they talked about doing an injustice like they meant that it made it injustice league comment hmm. at the end of justice league remember it's like time for a league of our own oh yeah it's like we don't cry in baseball um so that that's a possibility you might get a sinestro in a Dr. Savannah, which yeah. that'd be a great conversation. It's like, wow, you look really strong. They so just, do you. They, we just, just two days ago saw the entire it! movie. You motherfucker. You missed my really good joke. Yep. Did you even hear it? No. God. It's like a Sinestro and Sin- Savannah walk up to each other and we're like, wow, you look really strong. So do you. Ah, <laughs> no, I was going to say we just saw an entire movie on Thursday about people duplicates, who yeah. like duplicates. <laughs> they can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so Dr. Savannah's way wrong. Um, Billy Batson is very accurate. Uh, 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 I don't think this is a huge spoiler. Uh, the wizard dies when, seemingly dies. No one fucking stays dead in comics except that thing. Um, seemingly dies. You know why? He, like, crumbled into dust because Jimon Hansu is in the MCU. (gasps) Oh! DCFCU crossover confirmed! So yeah, that doesn't happen. He does... Wait. No, it does. Okay, so... General blanket comment about this movie. It takes so much from the New 52 Shazam backup issues. Do you know what a backup issue is? Basically, they have comics that are like prepared right in case like so it was justice league backup issues mm-hmm. so when justice league didn't make it they would just throw out shazam okay. um so there's a whole story of shazam for the new 52 uh they drew so much from this which is why i forgot to claim this at the very beginning like 60 percent of what i called when leading up to this movie came true yeah <laughs> i was so on point with that just because i saw what they were going for and i was like hey i'm just gonna say this and yep. they were pretty close yeah um so I think the wizard actually does die in the new 52. Okay. So that actually is accurate. Uh, he doesn't really have zappy zappy powers. He kind of does, but he doesn't use it. He's really just kind of the Superman where he's like a fly around wham pow kind of fighter. Okay. Uh, I guess the only time I've ever seen him would have been in kingdom come and he does lots of zappy zappy in that. Oh, that's true. Good point. Cause when I just saw a spider like dropping down. Of course, I had a migraine yesterday, so I was blind in half my face. Yeah. So I could just be going through that again. Yay! Um, but, yeah. So, I think that's all I can really talk about. Ugly. Yeah. Uh, they never say Mary's last name. Mm? Mary is a Batson. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's Mary Batson. <laughs> huh. They never, they never name her, and I don't know what her connection to Billy is. I think she's... I think she's a cousin. Okay. I need to go back and read the old stuff because um, 
in the new 52 she's not mary betson that i can remember all right so yeah i think that's about as much as i can get without spoiling anything because there's a whole bunch that i gotta that's mm, in spoilers yep. all right uh so spoiling that fucking child i'm gonna spoil let's, this child let's, let's... Can, can oh we shit! It and do the little oh yeah, we gotta do that. I first. didn't think of a rating. Get it together, man! Uh, All right, uh, one thumb up and one lightning bolt, because like, yeah, it's good, but then also it's awesome because funny and Zachary Levi has ads. Oh yeah, um, it's a good steak. It's like it's got the it's got the girth mm-hmm. like the not the girth. Is it the it's, not, it's got the it's got the fullness that you want. That you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that was a that was a good movie, and like it has the juiciness, like it's not like super fucking savory, but it's like an all right steak. It's like mm-hmm. a medium well steak. It's not like super juicy, mm-hmm. uh, but it's got the you know the juices, the fighting, right? Um, yeah, I'd say it's a good steak. Like it's one you like. You're not gonna say you're gonna go back to that restaurant for that steak for your birthday, but if your mm-hmm. friends are all like, hey, we're gonna go to this restaurant, you'll be like. I like that steak. It was good enough. I'll go see it again. Or go eat it again. I'll go see that steak. Just look at it. (laughs) Contemplate the steak. Yep. So I'm I'm just going to stick with the food food analogies. Yep. This is going to very, very slowly turn into a a food review podcast. Yep. It's going to be... That's our character arc. It just turns into a food. (laughs) All right. Now, wait. uh, Thanks, Uh, everybody, for listening to this. If you haven't seen the movie yet, go ahead and check out now because I swear to fucking God. Uh, we are on, uh, for, yeah. We're Justice I, Losers. We're Justice Losers. Just go fucking find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Podbean, and anywhere else that you want, uh, podcasts to be on. If you're listening to this on one of those mediums, and you're like, hey, I have this other podcast thing, tell me, and I can fucking put it on there. Uh, it took me 30 seconds to put it on Podbean. Uh, yeah, go, but, go, thanks, bye. Okay, spoiling. Spoilers. Uh, we're gonna spoil this like the fucking like the way Shazam spoiled that girl when he gave her a, a tiger that she should have had to work for and earn. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. Oh, we'll talk. Well, uh, I could talk more about the spoiling. Uh, so spoiling. Yes, we're spoiling children. Yep. If you if you are so spoiled that you, I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm just trying to extend the bit. We're spoiling things. So the Marvel family. The Marvel Oh, the family. fucking Marvel kids, dude. Do, 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 do. The Marvel kids. Yes. I love them so much. Uh, I realized what was about to happen. I just started grinning and staying yep. that way for like three minutes straight. I. It was so hard for me not to just stand up and applaud. Like, yeah. I heard a few smattering applauds uh, the first time, and uh-huh. I was like, waiting for like a couple more people to do it, and I was just going to fucking go into it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So for people who don't know, and for people who... Okay, so for people who... I've Just not seen the, the movie. Thing. Okay. So the Marvel kids is all the kids that are in the foster family. Uh, Eugene. Uh, yeah. Eugene, Pedro, Mary, Freddie, Darla, and Billy. This movie took a, oh, I gotta talk more about the uh, ugly. Just it's, they can all get Billy's, Billy's powers. Uh, it kind of evolved from just being Billy as Captain Marvel. Freddie is Captain Marvel Jr. And mm-hmm. Mary is Mary Marvel. And then there's uncle Dudley who's uncle Marvel, which is weird. <laughs> I am so glad they didn't do Uncle <laughs> Uncle Marvel. <laughs> that would have been weird. Um, I thought they were going to kind of do it when that old man showed up. I was like, oh, please tell me he's not a fucking <laughs> uncle of one of them. And he's just going to show up at the very end and just put his hand on it and turn into be like, oh, me too, Shazam! That would be the worst. Yep. Um. So, yeah. 
that to happen. Uh, good. What are good things that? Well, the fucking Marvel family was good. Yeah, it was. God, it's goddamn it's amazing. Pretty great. They're all having having fun and juggling lightning bolts. Yes. Well, one of them. Yeah. Uh. So did they only just get one power each? So that's. Should we just like skip straight to? Just explain. Ugly. It. Okay. Just explain the thing. Uh, fuck. Okay. So with what they did, they kind of combined the two different uh interpretations one from the new 52 and then one from the flashpoint universe Mm -hmm. uh so the flashpoint universe all six of them turn into captain thunder okay uh who is shazam of that universe um each one of them embodies one of the aspects so uh pedro has the wisdom solomon uh uh no Sorry, Eugene has the wisdom of Solomon. Pedro has the strength of uh, Hercules. That's why he's able to help hold up the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Because uh, and Eugene's the smart one, so wisdom. Right. Uh, fuck S H A. Mary has the stamina of Atlas. Uh, no, Eugene's the one with the. Fuck. Okay, just one of them have each of the abilities. Uh, in in the Flashpoint, they don't have just the abilities when they're kids. Just when they are not Captain Thunder, they all kind of embody that. Mm-hmm. Billy has the courage of uh, Achilles, and uh, Darla has the speed of Mercury. Okay. Um, so each of them embody the S-H-A-Z-A-M. Uh, in the New 52, I believe they all have all of the powers. Okay. Um, it's... Like, I flipped through, you saw me flipping through the comic when right. I got home. Uh, they all do seem like they're flying, so it's not that Billy gets, or that Freddy can fly and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, it did seem to be, like, they all got their colors, because that was, that was ripped straight from New 52, mm-hmm. where they all, they're all just, like, standing in a line going, whoa, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, whoa, I haven't said kind of thing in a while, have I? No. I used to say that all the time. You did. Um, but yeah, so they kind of combined the two of them where each of them get one power. Uh, we kind of, given that we saw Pedro has the, uh, technokinesis, Mm -hmm. no, Pedro has the strength, Eugene has technokinesis, uh, Freddie has the flight, Mm -hmm. uh, Darla's got the speed. We didn't really get to see Mary having the stamina. Right. Which... There's, like, one extended shot of her fighting her way out of the, like, many arm Which kind of, I guess, if you knew that that's what they were going for, kind of yeah. makes sense. All right. Uh, but then, and then uh, Billy just has them all. So that kind of fell apart with that mm-hmm. that connection to the Shazam thing where he just has them all. Mm-hmm. He does have the courage, but he just kind of has them all. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there's that. They kind of combine the two of them. So that's a little bit ugly if you're looking at you wanted just the flashpoint of just the New 52. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Um, I'm a little upset. So the good with good of spoilers, just what we said before. Pretty much. Um, I really like Darla. Yeah. I She... Uh, the fucking when billy like shits on her and it's just like we're not brothers that's mm-hmm. pretty much ripped straight from the new 52 thing too uh-huh. where he just like yells at darla and is like leave me alone and she gets all sad mm-hmm. um yeah no she's a she's a sweetheart yeah like child actors i always feel like if they're gonna play that kind of super sweet role it almost becomes like too sweet and it feels artificial yeah just like 
eating Splenda out of one of those packets, you know? Yeah. And she didn't feel like that. She actually felt like a real sweet little kid. Yeah. And so I appreciated that. Yeah. Uh, the, the sweetness kind of disappeared when she got the powers. A little bit. Yeah. Which it just turned into more innocence, I yeah. guess. Um, um, the, yeah. Is it just me or was there kind of like a low key Christian undercurrent to this whole movie? What do you mean? So like there's sort of this concept almost of original sin where the sins come into the world and people are killing each other. And then there are just the actual seven deadly sins. Yeah. And then they can't choose a champion cause they can't choose anyone that's perfect because everyone's a little bit flawed. Um, it, there's a lot of emphasis on like strong families and relationships like that. And uh, when's the last time you saw a Hollywood Hollywood movie where the family says grace and it's not a situation where it's an overbearing father. That's definitely going to turn out to be racist or homophobic. I don't know. I can't think of one, especially not like a mainstream super. Yeah, movie. no, I, I didn't really think about that. I mean the, him having to be pure of heart. Mm-hmm. That's from the comic. Yeah, that's the thing is they were, he, like Shazam was like looking for a kid. It was like I need someone or I need a person who's pure of heart. Mm-hmm. And then he gets this Billy, and he's like, "You're not pure of heart. Look at all this shit you did. You mm-hmm. like you stole things, and you keep running away, and you keep treating Darla like shit." And then he's like, "Dude, fucking nobody's pure of heart." And then mm-hmm. it does another flash of like, "Oh, look, you actually like stood up for your friend, and like you you feed this tiger that's being alone, Tony the tiger." Right. Um. And so okay, so I guess you're good. There's hope for you. Also, I have no fucking time left, so here's the powers, and he dies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's basically how that went. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe there's some of that in the comics, too, but... Yeah. Yeah. But just... It it, 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 it felt... Um, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't feel out of place, because it was certainly never obtrusive or anything. It just felt yeah. sort of endemic to the, the family-driven structure and sort of the... I think you're just a fundamentalist Christian. Yeah, I think that's part. probably it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, oh, one other thing I didn't point out. Uh, I love the way that all of the kids were introduced in the foster home because it would have been so easy to just do like a little almost a stereotype scene and just here's the teenage girl. Here's the video game player. Here's the little kid. Here's the quiet one. And they sort of did that, but they did it in a way that made them feel personable and likable. Yeah. And so you instantly care about them even if you've only seen him on screen for 20 seconds. Like, Pedro was, like, two seconds. Yeah. And I cared about that character. <laughs> yeah. From two seconds. That's... It, it... I feel like a lot of movies miss that opportunity. They're like, here's this character. We're just going to introduce him with just a generic scene that shows sort of their most basic attributes, and then I'm supposed to care about him 50 yeah. minutes down the line when they're in danger. Yeah. And this movie actually did make me care just by doing those scenes really well. I really, 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 really liked that they had the parents that were parents for foster kids yeah i wonder if that i don't know if that's a thing in normal world like where foster kids who grow up become foster parents because they know that that's i'm sure it happens sometimes but like it's it's such a relief because in movies if there's a foster parent they're like always almost shitty when's the what's the last movie you saw where there was like a foster parent not being shitty instant family what the mark Wahlberg and uh what's her face movie that came out like last november oh i didn't see that so i have a theory it seems like Okay. It seems like every now and then uh, Hollywood just kind of gets on a certain theme. And so I feel like Hollywood, the the secret cabal of Hollywood people that's definitely not run by Tom Cruise, uh, got together and were like, 
we're going to talk about foster families this year or two. Mm-hmm. And because I think there was another example that I, I'm missing off the top of my head that they were just like, this is important. We need to put this out there in the culture. Yeah. So good on you, shadowy Hollywood cabal. All right. Oh, okay. So, but uh, regardless, it was, it was nice to have like foster parents who were just like, yeah, we fucking struggled with this too. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and they didn't make a big deal about like, Foster parents, foster parents, foster parents. Like it was yeah. part of it, yeah. but like I felt like it was just the right blend. Yeah, it 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 wasn't emphasizing the foster part of the family. It was just this is about family. family. This happens to be a a foster family because that's where it comes from in the yeah. comics, and that's where wh- why this whole dynamic exists. Yeah. yeah. Um. Ooh, anything else that's good? Uh, Besides the Freddies that I ate between the movies, and I just burped up. <laughs> that was good. Uh, you you ate Freddie Freeman, you monster! That's, I made that you joke on the way cripple? there. I made that I made that joke on the way there. I was like, "Hey, we're going to Freddy's because we just saw Freddie." My mom was like, "What?" I'm like, "That's one of the fucking characters." Uh, <laughs> um, were there any particular jokes that you really liked? Um, the even though I'd seen it before, it was it was constantly amusing to watch the where he's monologuing and they're a mile away from each other, and he's like, "I one. fucking can't hear you." Yep. Um, the uh, fuck, uh, jumping up and landing in the building mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, and I think those are the two that stuck out mostly because they were in the trailers. Yeah, but mine, mine was gonna be the. I don't even know what it is. It just tickles my brain the right way. But his delivery on the, I'd like to purchase some of your finest beer, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I yeah. love that line. Just the way he does it. Um. The thunder crack was, that was pretty good. Yep, that was that was a good one. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, the ah at the very end was great. <laughs> yes. Just that that just his reaction. Fucking what's that kid's name again? Uh, he's got three names. Yeah, can't remember his name. Glazer or Grazer is yeah. one of them. Uh, Dylan something maybe. Maybe I'm looking it up. Uh, but no, like when Superman just like it, it's not even it's definitely not Henry Cavill. No, Henry Cavill never not. showed up. Yeah. Uh, but like it's just like everyone like goes silent and just the turn and ah! <laughs> was <laughs> fucking great. Very good. Um, what you waiting on internet? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. So I I think it was also just it kind of had me laughing most of the movie. Yeah. Like a lot of them. So to be fair. Uh, kind of moving into the bad. A lot of the jokes don't land a second time. Yeah, you seem pretty quiet the second time through. Yeah, I just it was I kind of I smirked at a lot of them. Like it's when you watch him like a funny movie the second time, mm-hmm. it's still entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's just not like laughing out loud because I'm not surprised anymore. Right. Um. So, uh, what else was there? Did you find it? Uh, Jack Dylan Grazer. Jack Dylan Grazer. Okay. Got it. Because he's in, uh, it. it was in it. Presumably in he'll it. be in flashbacks in it too. Oh yeah, they are. I've seen the casting. Yeah. Um, what else? Anything else that's bad? Uh, so they did this twice where an object falls and is stopped very sharply at almost the exact bottom of its fall which makes a negligible difference in terms of like actually crashing into the ground in terms of the physical impact. Yes. That kind of bugged me. 
Yes, so that the, bugged me all the fucking time. Yeah, so there's the bus, the bus falls off, and he I made catches com- it, like, four feet above the ground. It's still the deceleration. I made that comment yeah. when we first saw the trailer. I was like, that would still kill the people. Yep. Also, they all fell to the, like, at least two floors yeah. down the bus. Yeah. Which, the guy landed, like, on the console. Yeah. He should have been very injured. Yes. Um, And then Savannah landing right savannah getting caught like sharply after right there uh, like 40 floors yeah um yeah the guy who played savannah's dad was not good i don't like him that was the only i don't even know if it's the performance or just the fact that he was written super over the top in whatever direction he happened to be going at that particular moment but i just didn't buy him as a character yeah that, partly, partly that's just bad motivation. I think, like, him being bad, like, that character being bad, makes Savannah less, like, sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Like, just, if if it was a well-done character, whether yeah. it be the writing or the acting, yeah. you'd be like, oh, poor Savannah, and I kind of understand this. Yeah. But it was just like, eh, this guy's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. That's stupid. Intellectually, like, rationally, I was like... Oh, I like this. It's a sympathetic backstory. He's it's talking about how bad parenting can lead to to bad children and and the bad children like what what did the bad child want? What did he want? What did he want? Outcome uncertain. Is that what the thing was? Uh outcome not uh or outlook not good. Outlook not good. Or something like that. That doesn't make so much sense with the context, but yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah. Ugly. I kind of already talked about the ugly with the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savannah was inaccurate. Uh, I'm trying to think that. I mean, oh, they talked about we pretty we were we got everything short of a name drop of Black Adam. Yeah. The that exposition of like oh we chose somebody and we chose poorly that's Black Adam. Yeah. That's what even fucking, I caught that. Yeah. Like that Black Adam gets chosen and then fucks everything up and then like yep. so that's the seven that he sends free kills the rest of the Rock of Eternity or the Council of Eternity. Yep. I don't think they said the Council of Eternity. No, I don't think so. They just said the the wizards. Yeah, it's it's the Council of Eternity. There's mm-hmm. seven of them. Uh, really hoping for a, a rock cameo, but I also knew we weren't gonna get. Yeah, one. they told us that we we were gonna get a movie before we get a cameo. Yeah. Um. However, what we do get is uh, uh, the Mr. Mind. Right. So in the second, so people who've seen it, the second, or the, no, the first uh, post-credit scene, the mm-hmm. mid-credit scene, mm-hmm. that caterpillar is a Venus, is a worm of Venetian? Venetian? Venusian. Venusian? I think. Venusian worm. He's a worm from Venus. And he is borderline omnipotent. Uh, and he he looks can like eat, a penis. He can eat reality. Uh, he is just fucking bonkers powerful. Okay. And he's a cat. He's a worm. And that, it's great. He's, that will make for an interesting villain. He's one of the first villains that uh, that Captain Marvel had from like 1943. Mm-hmm. Uh, not one of the first. One of the mo- one of the biggest ones. He's like one of his prominent. It's like him, Doctor Savannah, and Black Adam are like the three prominent okay. Captain Marvel movies or uh, villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, he led like the secret monster society, which is like the the first like big villain uh, group okay. that 
ever existed in comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, led by him. He is just fucking crazy. He exists in current comics, too. Nice. He's on Earth 5. Okay. Which is, which is basically where all the Captain Marvel family is, stuff is. Okay. Um, I it'll be really exciting to see because so far all of the DC movies pretty much, the villain fight has been who can punch the other guy harder. Yeah. And it's all just been lots of punching with the exception of Aquaman, which was who can stab the other guy with the trident harder. I have an idea. Okay. All right, DC, listen to me. Hear me out. This is what you do. You get all of your reality affecting care villains. So like you do a Superman movie and you set up Mr. Mitz, uh, Mitz, fuck mix, <laughs> mix tit pit lick. Mix, mix, mix. Yes. Tick flick. Mix. Yes. Tit flick. Mix. Yes. Tick flick. Mix. Fuck. <laughs> There's a tit lick in there somewhere. It's, <laughs> it's not tit lick. That's the thing though. I definitely remember that. Mix. Yes. Pit lick. There we go. Okay. Mix. Yes. Pit. Fuck. That guy. The fifth dimension guy. He fucks with reality. You get uh, Mr. Mind. You get the anti-monitor or the monitor or whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. Brainiac, maybe. He even he kind of fucks up with reality a little bit. Um, you get... Uh, who's a Batman villain that messes with reality? None of them really fuck with reality. No, nah, he's more just like criminals with maybe a freeze ray or something. Probably the closest to a reality affecting one is maybe Scarecrow, and he just makes you scared and see different reality. Yeah. But yeah, so he doesn't do much. Uh... Probably do something with Parallax, like bring back those kind of things. Sure. Except don't make him a big cloud monster like Galacticus was. Or Actually Parallax make him, was. Oh, no. That's, yeah. Don't make him those. Doesn't matter. Just get all your reality affecting people. And then you do a Justice League movie where all of them, like, it's like they're all, like, in a, all the Justice League is in a circle, like, about to face off with their individual, like, reality affecting one. And then all the villains go... Hey, no, fuck off, my turf. And then they all start fighting, and reality just goes insane, and then you reset the universe. There we go. Didn't know that's where I was going with it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you just still want to oh. kill this universe. You get all the, f- you get fucking reverse flash. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a reality, he's a okay, person that literally caused the fucking yeah. <laughs> flashpoint. Actually, no, he didn't. Super, uh, flash did. Right. He went back and saved his mom. Yep. Uh, yeah, so... That's that. Okay. Anything else? Any last comments? Oh, I think I keep forgetting to talk about Tony the Tiger. Oh yeah. There is a recurring tiger theme in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like from the beginning, it's like, oh, mommy, I want a tiger, and then there's mm-hmm. just tigers throughout. Yep. That's obviously a reference to Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Tony the Talking Tiger. I am disappointed they never name dropped him because I was literally like, I whispered to my mom. I I try not to whisper in movies, but I was so confident in this one. I was like, he's gonna say didn't fucking name it yeah i thought he like was gonna give the tiger to the girl and be like his name is tawny and i'll be like tawny the talking tiger thank you david for throwing that in there but he didn't yeah. do it i think that would have been a little too on the nose to where it would have stuck out to people that weren't in on the joke i don't know i feel like it or like maybe he just goes what's his name just to kind of like connect with the girl and she goes like tawny that could have worked yeah all right um thank god uncle dudley wasn't in it yep <laughs> God, that would just be a... The Santa joke was funny. Yeah. Where he just, like, he starts off, oh, Santa, and then, like, he goes fucking nuts because everything's falling apart around him, and then Darla yeah. talks to him, and he's like, why is this adult talking to me like I'm real? <laughs> and then he goes crazy on TV. That That's another thing I actually really liked about this, was 
this movie seemed much more ground level than a lot of the DC movies in that it was like thinking about how superheroes would work in the real world. And so you got Freddie Freeman over here talking about peer reviewed studies on superheroes and you got like YouTube clips of Shazam discovering his powers and stuff. And I, it, it, I think it's, I think it's a, just a a fun, fun little motif for them to play with. And I think it's generally handled really well. Yep. Oh, the other thing that I was going to say, I was really disappointed that at some point, at least, uh, maybe like the third act turn or at the very end, uh, Shazam didn't give Billy a bullet that had crumbled off of him. I mean, well, they kind of did that. They kind of did it with when he was getting shot and he was like proof of uh, proof of authenticity. And it, like, we presume that he picked up all those bullets. Yeah. Cause why would he get the proof of authenticity? Yeah. If he didn't? I was just, I was expecting a good moment. Cause that was like the sort of representative. I fucking told you, dude. That that bit was gonna be dead after it dropped it in the drain. It's just it feels like it would have been a good moment because sort of their relationship is kind of bad to start with, and he steals the bullet, and that's sort of emblematic. There's of that. a deleted scene of him stealing the bullet. Okay, I fucking guarantee it. I don't, I don't care if there's a scene. We just no, we know, know he steals the bullet. I was we just putting that back. Up. We know he loses it. We know the relationship kind of goes south for the entire second act, and then it would have been really great for that to be sort of a symbolic moment to focus that repairing the relationship. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I there was several points where I was like, there's a deleted there there was felt like there was a lot of points where there's a deleted scene in there that covers something. Mm-hmm. Like him stealing the bullet, that's like not even a deleted scene, just a, a chunk of like him like walking in and like ste- like nabbing it and mm-hmm. then he goes and like sees it and he's like, Oh, it's not there anymore. Definitely Billy. Yeah. And then the con- confrontation. Yeah. But I feel like that's something they did cut out because it was handled well. Yeah. So it worked well enough. Yep. Yep. Uh, any last comments? I don't think so. All right. Take it away. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, I already did that shit. Uh, for people who listened all the way through, you're going to get the full spiel because you deserve it. <laughs> you guys deserve to listen to nonsense. Uh, we are on Twitter at Justice Losers Pod. We are on Facebook. Just fucking look up Justice Losers Pod. Uh, pod or just Justice Losers. Uh, we're on Instagram at Justice Losers Pod. Uh, we have a Gmail account, justicelosersspod at gmail.com. If you want to email us long fucking reviews or just... If you want to email us a, sh- a Shazam review so I don't have to write one because I never actually wrote my Captain Marvel review because no one emailed me one to plagiarize. <laughs> so it's but really your fault. Uh, we're on uh, Spotify. Not, yeah, no, we're not on Spotify. SoundCloud okay. and iTunes. I'm very tired. Oh, I My coffee's worn off. Uh, and Podbean. Uh... I think that's it. All right, guys, bye. Bye. Good night, bye.